Patrick Montgomery was in court. Jonathan Manapa will stay in federal custody. No, I don't take responsibility at all. Everyone, welcome to the show. 30-year-old Florida man, Daniel Scott, is a member of the Proud Boys. He goes by the nickname of Milkshake for some reason. And in a November 30th, 2020 message on Telegram, Scott told his fellow Proud Bigots that he would see them in D.C., where he planned to smash white people who call themselves Jewish. And he said that they, quote, control the left commie idea and push it for the destruction of our great nation. They get the smoke first. But then he added, quote, hopefully that isn't racist or anti-Semitic. Whatever gave you that idea, milkshake? <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, um, then on December 16th of 2020, Scott interjected in a conversation about January 6th, and he wrote that the Proud Boys, quote, will soon be the Sturmtelung, I believe is how you pronounce it. Um, that is the stormtroopers. They were the stormtroopers, the brown shirts that helped to put down the opposition to aid Hitler in his rise to power. I don't know why people think that the Proud Boys are bigots. I mean, it's just such a wonder, isn't it? Um, anyway, on January 3rd, Scott attended the Stop the Seal rally in which Roger Stone was speaking to the crowd. And in his speech, Stone said that a particular congressman, quote, will either stand up for the Constitution, and then he was cut off. He didn't get to finish his sentence because Scott yelled out, quote, or give him the rope. Then on January 4th of 2021, another Telegram user wrote to Scott and his co-defendant, Christopher Worrell, and he said, quote, you know, if Congress is blocked from the joint session on the 6th, they don't certify and Trump wins. Would be shame if protest kept them from doing that. So on January 6th, Scott marched to the Capitol with the Proud Boys even before Trump's speech at the Ellipse. He was wearing a bulletproof vest and he was carrying ski goggles and he was seen in a photo with other proud bigots. They were flashing the white supremacist hand gesture, of course. At some point, Scott was captured on video yelling, quote, let's take the fucking capital. So he was quickly shushed and he was told not to yell that by I think it was Proud Boys leader Ethan Nordine. A while later, Scott and the other Proud Boys members then were part of a large mob that overran a few officers. This was at Peace Circle. I know you guys have seen the videos and the photos of that. Scott's co-defendant was recording as they moved closer to the building. And Scott was heard saying, quote, oh, God, we're going to the Capitol, guys. And then, quote, I've never been in the Capitol before. After members of his group and others were assaulting the police, they pushed past another police line. They moved onto a, a staircase that was leading to the west terrace of the Capitol. So Scott positioned himself at the front of the police line. And just prior to 2 p.m., he started pushing two officers. He just charged at them, started pushing them backwards up the stairs. Two other Proud Boys who were standing nearby took that opportunity to start spraying these officers with chemicals. So as I shared in another sentencing video, 
One officer was hit directly in the eyes at close range. That led him to be temporarily impaired and blinded. Another officer suffered permanent vision damage due to this Proud Boys attack. And while these officers were being sprayed, Scott grabbed one of the officers that he had pushed and he pulled his head and his torso down and pulled him into the mob. Like he was gonna feed him to the mob. And then eventually he did let him go. So while that officer was being restrained by Scott, another person punched this officer in the shoulder. Due to Scott's actions, due to this attack, um, from him and his fellow proud bigots, the mob was able to surge forward. Once again, they overran the police. They headed up the Capitol steps towards the building. So this became the first group to breach and enter the Capitol. Um, Scott and his friends stopped for a moment. They didn't ascend the steps with everyone else. They celebrated. Uh, again, they flashed their white supremacist hand gesture at each other. And then Scott and some of the others left the Capitol grounds. Sometime after the Capitol attack, Scott created a challenge coin. Um, it featured a picture of the Capitol on it. It was surrounded by flames. It had the date of the attack. There was a noose and a guillotine on either side of the building. So pretty obvious what he thought of that day. Um, of course, when the FBI interviewed him, he changed his tune. He wasn't so proud anymore. He claimed that he was pushed into the officers and everything was just a blur to him. He just really couldn't remember a lot. Now, what's interesting is that the government sentencing memo contains some redacted passages that clearly contain Scott ratting out a fellow proud bigot. Because after each of these redacted sentences, it says something like, but once more, Scott minimized his own conduct. So he was clearly dishing the dirt on someone else like while he was trying to make himself sound like a choir boy. Scott also made some LOL BS statements <laughs> such as he didn't intend to go to the Capitol on January 6th. Yeah, he actually said that. He said that he just happened to run into other Proud Boys at the Washington Monument, so he followed them. He also tried to sell the idea that he didn't even realize that there was a process to certify the election that day. <laughs> These guys are not even good liars. So Scott was arrested on May 20th of 2021, and he was indicted on charges of obstructing an official proceeding, entering restricted grounds, disorderly conduct on restricted grounds, two counts of physical violence, two counts of civil disorder, and two counts of assaulting officers. In February of 2023, Scott pleaded guilty to obstructing an official proceeding and also one count of assaulting officers. So he was looking at up to 20 years in prison, three years of probation, and 250,000 in fines. However, the prosecutor requested only five years in prison, three years of probation, and 2,000 in restitution. Surprisingly, Scott has no priors. Um, at the sentencing hearing, Scott told the judge, quote, Obviously, I made a mistake. The best that I can say is I regret what happened on January 6, and I'll have to live with it the rest of my life. People died, got concussions, and police officers up there just doing their jobs got hurt. Almost sounds sincere. 
Um, U.S. District Judge Royce Lamberth presided over Scott's case, and he told him, quote, our society can't endure without people knowing that courts and officials are going to do the right thing, that courts are going to enforce the law, and that they are not going to allow a repeat of this. So in the end, Judge Lamberth gave the prosecutor everything they asked for. Scott was sentenced to five years in prison, three years of probation, and 2,000 in restitution. What I always find interesting in these cases is how the defense will argue for leniency and they'll say, oh, they need to be home with their family. You know, in this case, Scott's defense attorney cited health issues that his wife has. I'm not trying to minimize it. I don't know what those health issues are. I have empathy for her. They also said he has two young children at home, but he didn't think about his wife's medical condition. He didn't think about his kids on January 6th. His only thought was his Fuhrer, Trump. So yeah, you can't really use that as an excuse if that wasn't his first thought or first care. I'm just glad he is not gonna be around for five years to pump his kids full of this hateful rhetoric about Jewish people. So that is a good thing for them. Hopefully they will not turn out like this. All right, guys. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Please like, share, and subscribe. Please donate if it's possible. Really appreciate it. Love you all. Take care, and I'll talk with you soon.